You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we come back to you with another spoiler-free review of a big blockbuster movie that's out and about in the cinemas right now. This week, we're here to talk about Pokemon... Ryan Reynolds! Pokemon (laughs) Detective Pikachu featuring... Ryan Reynolds! And Justice Smith, because he... Ryan Reynolds! Apparently... Being in Jurassic World Ryan Fallen Kingdom Reynolds. allows him to get star billing. But um, it's going to be interesting to talk about this one. My name is Ben, and I will never sniff your finger. My name is Mallory, and Pika Pika. That's an original one. Good job. Um, that was the only thing I could think of. This is, I was unprepared again. This is a movie that, when I heard this was a thing, um, didn't know how I felt, because just a Quick background with Pokemon, right? You, I think, are way too young to have really been in the midst of the Pokemon craze, correct? No, I am way too my mother's daughter to be in the midst of the Pokemon craze. We were never allowed Pokemon. (laughs) How is Pokemon banned? What is is possibly bad about Pokemon? Or maybe I'm too young. I don't know. I I think... I would assume you were too young just because I was... people having like lots of pokemon cards i just wasn't one of those kids but i i was 12 when it kind of really hit its like in 1998 1999 was when it really started to you know you had the game boy games and the cartoon came out and then the cards so i was i was right for the picking i was the right age for the marketing geniuses out there and it, this was my life for two two and a half years um you know often why i got you know, the absolute shit bullied out of me in uh, early days of high school, which then continued on for the rest of high school, um, for playing Pokemon and all that sort of stuff. But th- again, childhood, absolute childhood. So when this was announced, I-, I didn't know how I felt because, again, it's everything's nostalgic now. You've got to, you know, turn these things into everything. And I remember going to see the first Pokemon movie in the year 2000 with my sister when it was animated and loving it and just, you know, being obsessed with it. And it's kind of, you see the trailer for this and... Like, they make things real life, and it's kind of like Pikachu with fur. Like, I guess he was always going to have fur. Like, you just, but when you see a cartoon, it's different to when it's real. Like, that's what we're trying to say. So, I didn't know how I felt going into this. I mean, you, on the other hand, had no, no, anything going into this, did you? Not really. It was mostly excitement because of Ryan Reynolds. And that, that means. And, like, Pikachu is really cute. But you, I don't know if you would have even seen this if. And furry. If it didn't have Ryan Reynolds in it, would you? No, I wouldn't have. You uh, might have made me go, but other than that, but I just right now before we talk about it, what is your your viewpoint on having seen this? Because we've we've just come home from seeing this. I actually like. I really enjoyed it. You really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I was... I would honestly love to watch that every single day of my life. Well, that's a bit of a stretch. No, it's not. <laughs> All of the cute little animals. Um, I actually enjoyed what am it. I? What <laughs> You're am a Bulbasaur. What am I? She's doing a Bulbasaur. You're gonna go Bulba, Bulbasaur. Um. I have to say, I enjoyed it much more than I was expecting to. Um, and it's just, yeah, I, it's one of these odd things. It, it, it's very much like Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. You see it's a thing, you look at it and go, oh, why are they doing that? And then you kind of leave and go, okay, I'm I'm glad because it was actually good. Are you are really okay there? I'm singing the Welcome to the Jungle song. You are. You are. Um, but now what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> distracting me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's quite a good film and I, th- I think the general reviews for this have actually been quite good a lot of people saying this is the greatest uh movie to ever come from a video game which i mean having said that it's really not much of a stretch to do that 
Um, I don't know if I'd agree with that. We'll have to think about that as we get to the end of it. But I guess a bit of background. Obviously, Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu. Uh, this is based on a video game of the same name uh, called Detective Pikachu, which was quite big in Japan. Um, Justice Smith um, is in this film, plays Tim Goodman. Now, the only thing I'm familiar with Justice Smith is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. You and I both really did not like his character in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. He was annoying. Um, and I really don't know him from anything else. So, but he's actually quite good in this film. I would say that. Uh, and I guess Catherine Newton as Lucy Stevens, who you weren't a fan of in this. No, I didn't think she was very good. I don't know her from really anything. Um, apparently from Gary Unmarried and Paranormal Activity 4. Psyduck. Good for her. Uh, and the, I guess the other sort of big name star, which I don't know if you would have recognized him, but I'll tell you who he is. Bill Nye, the guy in the wheelchair, the sort of the, the, the main sort of. No, not quite. Uh, You've seen Love Actually? You know, the old dude who sings Christmas is all around me. And so the feeling grows. That's him. He's the old pop star guy in Love Actually. Bill Nye. He's semi-famous. How is that Nye? How would you say it? I would assume it's Nye-he. Well, it could be. I'm saying Nye, like with a Y at the end. What, What do you think I'm saying? Bill Nye, the science Not guy. Not Bill, Bill Nye, the Bill, science guy. Uh, and I guess the other noticeable person, Bill notable Nye, person. Bill, I really Bill, think you need Bill. to just sit over there for the moment. Uh, the other notable person uh, is Rachel Lillis as Jigglypuff. Can I Can I finish? Uh, Ken, <laughs> can I finish? I sound like I'm in the South Park movie. Ken Watanabe. I can never say his name. Um, Japanese actor who's been in like Godzilla and things like that. And I'm just noticing here, Rita Ora. She was the... Um, the the scientist woman in the thing that was music. She's um singer. Oh. Who are you thinking she is? I didn't realise that was Rita Ora. Didn't know she was acting. So Who's the girl in the new um Angelina Jolie movie? But it's not an Angelina Jolie movie because they replaced her with that new girl? Uh Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um no. That's no. not Rita Ora. <laughs> Rita Ora is a fairly famous pop singer who obviously is now getting into I feel acting. like you always try to tell me this and I always don't know who she is. She doesn't even remotely close to the new Lara Croft. Like, what do you what do you want about there? Um, so, yeah, based on the, on the uh, video game, and essentially the, the plot involves uh, Justice Smith's character, Tim, having to go um, to this city and investigate the death of his father, and he teams up with... Ryan Reynolds, a.k.a. Pikachu, who um, he's the only one who he can understand. And basically, they have to try and solve the uh, death of his father. Now, it's I think what this movie does very well... Are, are you really okay over there? I'm singing the Bill Murray song. Yes, that's good for you. Um, she's really annoying sometimes. She's in Fifty Shades of Grey. She sings a song for Fifty Shades of Grey, doesn't she? Or is she actually in it? Well, it says movies, Fifty Shades of Grey. There you go. Maybe she does more acting than I do that. Um, (laughs) Just trying to talk about the film here. Is she not the main girl? Oh, she's not the main girl. The main girl's that, what's her name? Who's far more attractive than Rita Ora. Dakota Johnson. She is not more attractive. Dakota Johnson's attractive. You are incorrect. Ooh, he's attractive. Though. Yeah, Mr. Grey is not attractive. Everyone hates Mr. Grey in that film. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I've lost my point. Jesus Christ. I wasn't listening to Put what your you were phone down. Anyway. Put your phone down, Russell, and stop She's singing. South Paul. Good for her. Um, Build uh, the sides. <laughs> what this movie does really well, I think, is balance the nostalgia kind of with the new in setting up. I guess, his story, because 
I, I would say as a lot of Pokemon fans would probably would have preferred this to be is maybe like a live action version of what we used to get in the cartoon with like Ash and Misty and Brock and those sort of things. Um, but I think what they do is they actually balance kind of a new... I see what you're doing and I'm completely ignoring you because I'm trying to actually be professional here for once and host a podcast and not be distracted by your silly little childishness because it's very annoying. I'm a Bulbasaur. You're, you're, an, you're an idiot. That's what you are. Uh, yes, there we go. Sad face. I'm a fat little blue thing with green stuff. Well, I'm in green and I'm fat so I don't have to... And I've got blue jeans on so I think I'm closer to a Bulbasaur right now. Um, see, I've lost what I'm trying to say. <laughs> What did you think of the story? It was great. Uh, there wouldn't, uh, yeah, I I like that the commercial didn't give anything away. The trailer. Yeah. <laughs> the commercial. What's a commercial? Well, it's called a trailer in movie speak. But <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm busy being a Bulbasaur. Yes, you are busy being a Bulbasaur. I would agree. I think that it kind of didn't give too much away. Did it give you vibes of Ready Player One, as in the movie, not the book? Because I think there was a bit of a Ready Player One vibe about I this. I see it. I, but it's, better. The It's because of how the city was animated. Mm. And like the the, bulb, the, bulb was, the Pokemon <laughs> living with the humans and kind of... I think that's where like the, like Ready Player One, as much as we didn't like the film compared to the book... <laughs> look at that, Ben read a book. Um, I listened to an audio book, shut up. It. <laughs> <laughs> it was unabridged. <laughs> All right. It was the same. It was read by Will Wheaton, okay? Um, I think why, where that seemed to just literally just shove nostalgia down your throat, like, here's a T-Rex, here's a DeLorean, like, you know, whereas this, it did it in a way where I think it just is part of the story and it worked, if that makes sense. So um, that's where it worked. The story, I think, was fine. I, I didn't like the ending. Oh, okay, let me rephrase that. I did not like the ending. The ending was confusing, and I still don't know if I fully understand what happened at the very last scene. I think scene. they just needed to elongate that scene or add another one after it to mm. just make the story a little bit more whole. It's just, and obviously, spoiler free, we can't really discuss it. And so if we ever do recap this one day, which I'm sure we probably will, it's it's just it's just odd. It's an odd ending, which isn't terrible, but it's just yeah, it's a bit confusing. I did find the plot sometimes a bit confusing at some points, but then it's it's one of these ones where you you're paying attention, you're trying to work it out, and then it all of a sudden makes sense. I think like it mm. kind of all comes together. Um, and I one thing that with the nostalgia factor is is that growing up loving Pokemon, I kind of grew up and didn't sort of follow it from a certain point. So I I know all the hundred and fifty one first Pokemon you kept turning to me and saying, like, it's impressive that you remember the names of these Pokemon. And I'm like, well, again, this was my life. Literally, I knew what Pikachu was. Well, you knew what Eevee, and Eevee. was. You saw yeah. Eevee on the table. But then Eevee turned into not Eevee, and I like Eevee better. Well, Eevee has, like, what, three different um, things you can Eevee's the best. I don't like the other one. You know Pikachu evolves too, right, into Raichu. Well, that's dumb. And there's also a baby Pikachu called Pichu, Ooh. which is his, uh, like, pre-evolution form. <laughs> um, but... They a lot of the majority of the Pokemon featured in the film are sort of the old school ones, and it's in the trailer, so we can mention it's not a spoiler. My favorite Pokemon of all time is Mewtwo, and Mewtwo plays a very key part in this film. And it's it's kind of where they had sort of slight connections. I felt to that very first animated movie, so we're, we're kind of that whole movie was centered around Mewtwo and Mew. Um, so yeah, I I love Mew. You don't like Mewtwo? I mean, he's freaky. Well, he's. He's cool. He's like the most it, powerful Pokemon. It, it looks like an alien and it's scary. I love it. I used to have a little stuff from you two that used to come with me all the time. So, Aww. yeah. Um, but, I mean, other than that, I don't really... I think what this film is attempting to do very well, kind of when it comes to the 
the the balance of nostalgia and new story is that I feel like as someone like yourself who really oh. that's Mew. That's what she's looking at. I was telling you you would like Mew. Mew's awesome as well. Um, He's also a little bit alien though, and aliens are scary. Um, the the fact I think that you are a good example of is that people can come into this never having seen Pokemon and you know knowing what Pikachu is, knowing that sort of stuff, and come out of it not feeling like they need to know. If you know what I mean, like you don't, you didn't need to come into this knowing what Pokemon was. I did not, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it. Which I think it's it's similar. Like here's a weird example. While we're on the Jurassic Park bandwagon, right? So Jurassic World, what that did in 2015, the reason why that was so successful is it it mixed that nostalgia so that fans like myself who grew up with it can appreciate it, and then new people who have like the kids who it's sort of aimed at can go into this and think this is amazing. Kind of what says Star Wars is trying to do. Uh, with a lot of the Disney stuff and everything. And it's there's a fine line with balancing nostalgia and new stuff and actually doing it well. Star Wars struggles with that, I think, in this newer iteration. But I think that this, maybe in this world that we live in where everything old is new again, I, this is one of the best examples I think they've really balanced nostalgia with new. I agree, but I don't feel nostalgic well, about you... it, if that makes sense. Like, I understand where you're coming from in saying that, mm. but I personally don't feel the nostalgia. But Which... I... Like I could be the kid in this scenario, but that's that's what I mean. Like that's I think this is what this film does well is that you can go into this knowing nothing about Pokemon and enjoying it for what it is a movie, and not feel like you need to have know what a Pikachu does and its abilities and because mm-hmm. there's so many little Easter eggs like throwbacks to the um the the cartoon and the the game. Like there's a moment uh, involving Pikachu and he's singing a song from the. The old days, which is just you know, it's, it's hilarious because it's a great song that he's singing and straight and away. It's Ryan Reynolds, and it's and Ryan it's Reynolds. Hilarious. And then like the the closing credits, for example, kind of have this new version of like the the old Game Boy Pokemon theme, which just is crazy. And I think, did you notice that the majority of the people who were in that cinema were people of my age, and they were guys of my age? And that's not to take away from the female fans, but like clearly, this is what they're marketing at, as well as because there were kids in the cinema too. They were annoying. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I noticed that there was probably a lot of guys my age because that was, again, our childhood. That was what we grew up with. So. I can't say I specifically noticed, but now that I'm, like, thinking about it, I, I might see where you're coming. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just it's done a very good job <laughs> of kind of, there we go, thank you for that, uh, of sort of being a movie that you didn't realize that you'd wanted or needed and you kind of groan when you see it, but you, you appreciate it. And, I like, it is it is in that Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle category because Welcome that came out and it was like the trailer, what the hell are they doing? They're ruining an absolute classic and they've done well. And, you know, I think it's I think it's worked out very well. Does this make you want to go and see old Pokemon things? No, but it want, makes me want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch it again. I, I think this will definitely lead to sequels. Uh, but again, you have that risk of obviously uh, taking it and milking it and I just not don't, doing as well. I can't picture a sequel oh, after I can. this one. Oh, easily. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't picture a sequel where Ryan Reynolds is half of the main characters. And that makes me sad. I just want to point out, we said this in the car on the way home, that how amazing Ryan Reynolds is, just in life in general. I, I'd like to refer to him as the White Will Smith, as just somebody who is just so amazing, so awesome, so cool. You just want to hang out with him. You just want to be his friend. Like, you probably want a little bit more than that. But, like, it's just... You, you, I mean, I would too. Like, why not? Fuck it. <laughs> I'd turn gay for Ryan Reynolds. Who wouldn't? Um, 
just so good. And I appreciate Justice Smith. I appreciate Justice Smith. I don't I know think, who he is still, but... But this sets up his career, I think. Because I can see sequels with him. I can see sequels with the girl that I don't like. Mm. I just can't see sequels with Ryan Reynolds in a main role again. And that makes me sad because the girl is stupid and Justice Smith is... I see what you're saying, because, I mean, without really spoiling it, it it might be tricky for there to sort of be... But, I mean, Ryan Reynolds can sort of become more of a side character moving forward, Mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, the the Pepper Potts kind of just appears every now and then to Iron Man, you know what I mean? So, uh, just looking here at Justice Smith's career, this is literally his uh, fifth film. Uh, You've seen Paper Towns, haven't you? No. Isn't that one of those, like, lubby-dubby kiddie movies that you like? Um... Oh, he, he he started famously in Trigger Finger as Boy at School. <laughs> Set him up for a, a esteemed career. But, you know, I agree with you. I think this is probably his... Uh, okay, I'd probably argue Jurassic World got him on the radar. Uh, but, I mean, it was such a painful character. So, yeah, really... I mean, he was nominated, actually, for Worst Supporting Actor at the Golden Raspberry Awards <laughs> oh for Fallen gosh. Kingdom. Thoroughly deserved. <laughs> I will definitely uh, credit him in that. But, um... <laughs> This is just, it's definitely one of these things where I think it's hating the character, not the actor, which a lot of people in the fan community often get a little bit skewed with. So, like, the hatred of Rose in Star Wars Last Jedi, people seem to think that they're hating on the uh, actress. It's, no, I hate the character. I have nothing against the actress. I've never seen her in anything else. She's probably a nice woman. And it's the same with Justice Smith. I just really did not like his character and the other female character that was with him in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So, anyway... Um, yeah, this is enjoyable. I don't really know what else extra there is to add. The special effects were great. I think that, um, you know, the bringing the Pokemon to life thing, I think works. And, you know, it's obviously not just Pikachu, but seeing and like the ones you've seen in the trailer, like when you see, you know, Charizard and obviously Mewtwo and kind of, uh, Psyduck, the Mr. Mime moments, quite funny, uh, was in the trailer. And, you know, I think it works. And this is, this is again kind of this trend of live action things obviously with Disney what they're doing and you know we've voiced our concerns about freaking Lion King and all that jazz you hear more about that soon in Disney Live Action Month coming very soon to the Oz Network um, but this is definitely that real balance that works and I think the thing too like with Justice Smith to, to commend him is that this whole movie we're watching him interact with a CGI figure and you at no point in this movie do you think, think yeah and I think that is a challenging thing to do as an actor is to pretend that you are interacting with this. And it's like we talk a little bit about this, I think, in our Jungle Book one in a couple of weeks where I think the little kid did quite well and I think you said he didn't. Um, sort of the acting and the interacting, kind of, you got to remember that they're just interacting with nothing. So um, have you ever seen uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? No. So that was kind of the first one. I mean, not the first one, but it was the one that got the most credit for in the 80s where basically it was a a story about a man who sort of lived in a world where he coexists with cartoon characters and there was like a crime. similar to this, actually. Like, there's sort of um, a detective story and everything around it. And um, I've gone blank on the name Bob. Oh, why have I gone blank on the guy's name? Who did so well in acting and, like, you know... And, like, they actually signed a deal, basically, so, like, Disney characters interacted with Looney Tune characters and just things like that. It was it was groundbreaking for the time. Um and such a great you you would enjoy it. You if you liked Back to the Future and you liked this movie, you would like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um Bob Hoskins is his name. Uh famously like interacting with like Roger Rabbit and 
uh, Jessica Rabbit and all this sort of stuff. So, uh, and of course, the most esteemed example that I still sit on when it comes to uh, human interacting with cartoon Space Jam. I mean, come on now, like Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny. How is that automatically not the greatest thing ever? So she's looking at me. Funny. I haven't seen it. <gasps> oh my heart! You know that. I, oh my heart. <laughs> Well, you're going to be watching in the lead up to when Space Jam 2 with LeBron James comes out. Don't know how I feel about that. All right. uh, Anything else you want to add? Uh, What's your favorite Pokemon now? Having seen little Bulbasaur, little Cubone, little Pikachu, um, things like that. Any any standouts of ones that you kind of want to... I really like the Bulbasaur. You like the Bulbasaur? But Pikachu's so cute and fluffy. See, Pikachu was my favorite alongside Mewtwo. Like, I was obsessed with Pikachu as a little kid. So... Uh, Pokemon Yellow, you started with a little Pikachu and he followed you around. It's kind of like Aww. Ash in the in the TV series. So, um, yeah. You, that you, little Bulbasaur. Doing the Bulbasaur thing. Fantastic. You're so cute. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to think of anything else really to add. Um, not a whole lot to say. They're fat, so they wobble. Story of my life. Um, <laughs> buy it, bin it, rent it. I mean, this is a pretty easy one. Buy it. Buy it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. This is a, this is a buy it for me as well. I think that, um, pleasantly surprised. It has enough of a plot and it's light enough that it's something that you can just put on in the background of things and thoroughly enjoy, even though you're not paying attention to. I think it's, it's definitely something on a recap that, that there's definitely things that I'm thinking of right now that I can nitpick at over the whole plot. And again, it's difficult to do so. Uh, in a spoiler-free one, the ending comes to mind. There's definitely some parts in it which kind of just happen, which kind of don't get a whole lot of exploration, so they're just happening for happening's sake. But, yeah, as you said, it's kind of there's enough going on which kind of it just skips over the bits and you can just enjoy it for what it is. Um, so, yeah, no, this is this is a, a put it in the better-than-it-should-have-been category. Uh, and best video game movie of all time... It would be up there. I mean, I'm partial to the original Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider, which is not an um, not a popular opinion, obviously, because often regarded as a terrible film. Um, but I mean, I would probably say this is up there. This this would be an easy category to take, probably, when it comes to the best video game movie of all time. She's giving me a look. Why are you giving me a look, Mallory? No, I'm hearing cat noises. Okay. Uh, next spoiler-free review probably to come. Uh, I'm assuming Colin and Jamie will be going to see John Wick 3, so that will probably be the next one that will uh, come out. Not sure when they will be doing that, but obviously stay tuned too for uh, John Wick Chapter 2, which I believe they're also recording at some point as well. Uh, outside of that, uh, it's actually a busy couple of weeks, really, for some of the ones that we're looking at doing. Um, at least for you and I, there will be Aladdin... Uh, as well as Rocket Man uh, coming out, I'm not sure if uh, Colin will be involved in those as well. But uh, you and I will be seeing those. You are probably not going to go see Godzilla with me, which is sad. But I'll go see that by myself, and I'm sure Colin will see that as well, so we can talk about that. But sort of after that, we've got Men in Black International still to come. We've got Lion King still to come. Um, obviously, the big one later in the year will be Star Wars, but we're going to be doing Star Wars month when it comes to that. I'm looking forward to Sonic now after this. I mean, I love Sonic probably more than I love Pokemon. I'm not too sure about that. It'll be probably even Stevens, but Sonic was my very younger childhood, whereas Pokemon was sort of my pre-teen childhood. So that's coming later in the year. Hopefully that can improve on the reaction that's getting. And outside, of course, of these movie ones, we've still got our TV shows. You look like you're trying to say Is something. Sonic the one in the world with the little pink star? No, that's uh, that's Mario. Sonic's the rings and little animals that he rescues. So, 
Um, TV show-wise, Lost, uh, Third Watch. Um, Colin and I have a random rewatch of James Bond Jr. That's an interesting one. Um, so stay tuned for that. And in terms of sort of full recaps... Uh, our Disney Live Action Month is very, very shortly around the corner. Look out for that coming into June and July. And then the big ones that we're very much looking forward to. We've already started recording them, which is exciting, of course. Our Terminator recaps. And the big, big, big one. The granddaddy of them all that we've been waiting two and a half years to do. And we're just anticipating ourselves with coarse and rough and irritating gets everywhere moments of sand. Star Wars. Not month. Not two months. Star Wars 10-week period. And we might even have to do two parts of these because we're going to talk about them for a long time. And this little beautiful black duck in front of me is going to be watching each of them with me to finally watch Star Wars. Finally. Oh, be an orange duck. An orange duck. Well, he's kind of yellow. Psyduck's sort of yellow. All right. Um, go see Detective Pikachu. Pokemon, Detective Pikachu. It's good. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe on all the relevant channels. We're also on Instagram as well. And uh, we would appreciate some feedback, some comments, of course, because if you leave us feedback, you post that on iTunes, on Spotify, Stitcher. It helps us get more interactions with other people. It promotes us out there better. And therefore, more people can listen to us and then more people can tune in the fun that you're already listening to today, which, of course, is the Oz Network. And you love us greatly. My name is Ben. And I can't remember a quote from Detective Pikachu Pokemon. So I'm just going to say Bulbasaur. And my name is Mallory. And I also can't remember a quote. Psyduck. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.